Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are joining us from. Hi, guys. Hope you are doing well. Hope you are having a good week. As always, you are now listening to Homegirls Unite. Please do not listen to this podcast whilst cooking, cleaning, or doing any childcare related activities. Sit back and relax. Hi, Senya. Have you been sitting down and relaxing this week? Yes, I have. Hi, yes. Yasin, how how are you doing? I'm good. I'm really good. Um, I'm just I'm ready for the weekend because it's been a very long week. Hopefully, we can have a bit more relaxation. Um, what's what have you done for yourself this week? This week, I've just been focusing on organizing myself at home. Um trying to get my uh, fitness regimen under control and, you know, meal planning so I can make sure that I get all the nourishment that I need um, to, to keep it, to keep myself uh, safe and, and happy and, uh, you know, and just healthy in general. Cause I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a health nut a little, just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) That's good though. Um, As long as it's in moderation, that's always good. Um, so have you managed to see any friends lately? Have you planned any friendship trips? You know, how's that going? Well, I did reach out to, um, I have a really good friend that lives here in town. We've been friends for, gosh, about 30 years now. Uh, we had dinner together Thursday night. And then I have a another girlfriend who, um, she lives um, a few states away and she's going to come stay with me in a few weeks. So we planned a girl's weekend. And, uh, in between, I just, even though all my friends live away, I sometimes time my outdoor walks that I like to take every day. Um, and I time them with, uh, you know, calls to my friends so we can catch up with each other's lives. That's really nice. I maybe I should start doing that because I'm always like I need to call this person, and then before you know it, it's the next day. Um, that's a good tip. I, the reason I ask about your friends is because I feel like as eldest daughters, we literally the eldest daughter role follows us in every single relationship, including our friendships, and sometimes we end up being the mom of the group you might get called the planner of the group the one that books everything is that your experience I'm I'm sitting here like shaking my head and I'm like yes I'm guilty guilty as charged that's me (laughs) (laughs) it's really it's really hard because thank god in my friendship group all of us I think but one are eldest daughters oh and I actually have the opposite because when I'm with my friends I feel like I can be silly I can be more of a child because I I feel like they're responsible enough to make sure things are fine so I do kind of take and take advantage a little bit whereas when I'm with my friends actually I do have two friends that are youngest siblings and when I'm with them it's totally different I'm on mum mode. I'm always like making sure everything is fine. I remember we took a trip with those two last borns. Um, the last day of our trip, I was sorting out the recycling 
and they were like just put it anywhere like it's fine no one cares I was like no there are <laughs> rules for <laughs> you can't just throw your recycling anywhere and they were looking at me like she's crazy <laughs> but if I was with my eldest daughter friends I wouldn't have to worry about that because we all have the same I don't know control freak nature etc um how has this affected your friendship if at all well I mean i I know that it's present um uh, one of my one of my best friends. We've been friends since I was shoot since we were seventeen years old, and she reminded me the other day how I've always uh, tried to take care of her too. Um, you know, if she expressed an interest uh, in something or uh, something that she needed assistance with, I was just like, "Bam! Here you go. This is all you need. You know, <laughs> this is what you need to do." Um, we just find the resources, uh, for her. And, um, she says she was, uh, thankful for that, but it's just, it's just funny yeah. that, um, that that's who I am even, even now. Um, my one girlfriend that I had lunch with, or excuse me, dinner with on Thursday night, uh, we don't have that type of relationship. If anything, she's, uh, she's just a little bit older than me and she's always, uh, tried to mother me a little bit. So, so yeah. with her, I've always been like, oh, okay, well, whatever, you know, she's, you know, she's researched it. I can relax a little bit. Um, I, I do yeah. tend to be the one that plans. Um, I used to be more uh, like it, I would, it would upset me, not if uh, things didn't go as planned or if somebody changed the plans, but I wanted things to be perfect for whoever it was I was getting together with, whether it's a meal or a party that I planned or something. And it would upset me if things weren't going as planned just because I wanted it to be the best for them, you know, because uh, yeah. I because I wanted I don't know, I, I guess I was mothering the people. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> well, knowingly. <laughs> I know. In retrospect, I can see it. And thank God that I've uh, I don't know what happened one year. And I was like, yeah, you know what? that's a lot of pressure I'm putting myself under and there was a switch and I don't know, I don't know when it happened, but I'm actually very thankful for that. My life's a lot more, um, a lot less stressful, I should say ever since then. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's very, I'm glad that switch happened because sometimes it's just like, it becomes draining. Like you're like, why am I even here? Like, and and a lot of the times our friends are not even requesting these exactly. things. It's us feeling like we have to make sure everything is great for everyone, etc. And it's like no one's gonna die if like something is out of place. Like no one's gonna die if you know the party you planned in your head doesn't like come to life because that person was probably grateful like that you even thought of them. So I think we definitely need to lessen the pressure on ourselves um, and just live our lives. So growing up, I felt like my eldest, although I didn't know it at the time, now looking back, my eldest daughter role definitely affected friendships in the sense that whilst I was in like high school, in college, um, l less in uni because I was away from family, 
but I couldn't do a lot of things because I was I had to go home and look after my brother I had to make sure I was home in time to do all my chores cooking etc so I didn't really make solid friendships in high school until I went to uni I think all of my friends in life I met them after 19 most actually that's a lie about 80% of my friends I met after the age of 19 20 Mm -hmm. and I think that's because I was living at home I had responsibilities to go back to people were not inviting me to things because I was always going to say no um how how was it for you growing up having sisters that you had to be responsible for and balancing friendships well growing up was a different story um you know I was I wasn't allowed to uh, participate in extracurricular activities um save for one semester uh which I I joined the drill team saved up my money but then um there was a lot of pressure to give that up. So I did. But other than that, I didn't, I had a, like a one or two friends, uh, during school. And again, you're absolutely right. I wasn't invited to things because I would always say no. Um, the friendships actually weren't encouraged at my, at home. Um, they, they said, you know, your responsibility is here. You can't trust other people. Um, so that's how it was for me. And with my sisters, I spent time with them and I have great memories with them. But I also know that um, I was their, I was like their mom for so long that even now I still struggle connecting with them just as a sister because we miss that piece. Um, and I don't know if that's like that for you and your siblings, but um, yeah. I, I love my sisters dearly, but we... We didn't have that. I've never learned just to be their sister. Yeah. No, I I completely agree because, <laughs> you know, when you said friendships were not encouraged, what is wrong with our parents? Because my dad would be like, don't trust people. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, I'm 12. Like, what are they going to do to me? Like... They're literally just asking to go to McDonald's, like, what's going on? And I thought it it really made me grow up very wary of people. I don't know, to some extent, maybe it was a good thing in some way to be more like being like self-aware, knowing who to trust. But it really also annoyed me because everything was so political, like, don't trust this person, don't go to this person's house. And then you just end up being like, what's the point in, there's no point in me trying to build friendships because my parents are not even going to let me go out. Um, And your siblings, quotation marks, end up being the people you turn to. But I feel like even that you can't fully do it because a lot of us, our siblings don't see us as siblings, like you mentioned. They see us as an authority figure. And they don't confide in us. You can't, they're not going to have fun with us and tell us their secrets and like joke and laugh all the time as they might do with the ones that are not seen as their parent. I definitely, 
I'm lucky that me and my, because I have two sets of siblings, the ones on my dad's side were closer to age. So we have been able to have a sibling relationship. But the one on my mom's side, they're way younger. And I feel like they're second mom. And it's sad that I might never have that sibling relationship. It feels a bit awkward um, trying to be their sibling slash friend. Um, and I think this is a consequence that our parents probably never even thought about. Oh, absolutely. I, I agree. Um, that that sibling, that sibling connection, those relationships, for me, I feel like... Um, I feel like they don't know who I am, you know, like it took me, it took me a while to figure out who I really was, but I feel like they don't know who I, who I am. And I, I like to be goofy. I have a very inappropriate sense of humor. (laughs) Um, I love to laugh and, uh, I, but I, I can't blame it all on them. I mean, you know, they can only go by what, what they saw growing up. And, you know, I was put in that role and man, I, I was bossy because, I would get in trouble if things weren't done, you know, and like I said earlier, I was just a kid myself, but going back to what you said though, about not trusting and how that plays out for us too, as, as eldest sisters is that you're told not to trust people, right? And they don't encourage outside friendships aside from being wary of people, but it also puts us at risk because um, it puts us at risk in the sense that we're supposed to be able to learn how to navigate these responsive, these relationships and, you know, and hopefully in sharing with our parents, you know, so-and-so said this or this happened and then, and then let, having them share with us their life experiences so we can make our decisions and not trusting anybody and not encouraging those relationships. It's like, you know, I feel like I was also a little bit more naive um, and, at risk when dealing with some people that's really interesting because I never thought of it from that perspective and I think it definitely also does put um this gap between our parents and and our parents and ourselves because you end up not telling them anything because you're like it's good. I re- oh my god I remember telling my dad a joke once and it turned into this long lecture and I'm like I'm never telling you any jokes again because all you had to do is laugh and move on but you couldn't you had to turn it into like a educational moment and I think unfortunately <clears throat> a lot of our parents when we turn into adults they expect this relationship that they never fostered while we were growing up like now you want your adult child to be loving caring confiding in you but you never gave them that space to do so and I think even as adults some of us thank god we're both in positions where we're able to have good friendships but I know a lot of eldest daughters who suffer from loneliness because they're still living at home and maybe they're not allowed to have friends. They're not allowed to go out. So your friends end up not inviting you anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's a really sad reality for a lot of girls. I Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I haven't thought about it that way either. 
Yeah. And I think I would say for those of us living at home or finding it hard, difficult to make friends, there are there are some ways that we can do that. And one of the things that I do, even with friends, because sometimes your friends don't want to do the things that you right. want to do. And my favorite thing to do is going on Eventbrite. Um, I don't know if there's a US version or if they use it in the US, I'm sure they do. Um, and just typing in something that you're interested in event-wise and finding something closest to your area and attending that just go with zero expectations you might end up meeting a friend for life you might end up just connecting with people for a couple of hours and leaving I went to a plant repotting event um a couple of months ago and I've been in touch with some of the girls there which has been really fun like they everyone loves plants we're all interested in outdoors nature and go hiking here and there so those are some of the things that could be done um for eldest daughters who are struggling with making friendships and are also suffering with like loneliness etc that's a great Um, suggestion I had I wasn't aware that Eventbrite uh that you could do that with Eventbrite uh I'm looking at it right now and you're right. There's all that stuff. There's also, have you heard of meetup? Yes, I have. Meetup. Yes. I think meetup is bigger in the US. Um, I've, I've been to one or two events here um, a while back. So I don't know how, how big it is still here, but that's something that people could also look into. Yeah, definitely. Um that I mean, I wish some of this stuff was uh, available when I was growing up. I mean, not that I, I don't think I would have gotten permission to do um, many things. Mm-hmm. How, how I did it uh, is I would try to, you know, anything academic, you know, as long as it was school related, yeah. um, except for the extracurricular activities like um, cheerleading and things like that. But um, for school stuff, anything academic, I know my parents were like, okay, you can go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes we have to wiggle our way out of things. And I think a lot of our parents value education, mm-hmm. academia. So if you have to use that as your way, tell them you're going to a study group. Um, do whatever you need to do. Um, taking time out for yourself is really important. Um, so Senya, let's Let's say there's an eldest daughter out here that's tired of being the one that's always putting in the effort in friendships. What would be your advice for them? How can they find balance within their friendship and not feel obligated to always go above and beyond all the time? Because we can't, you can't be going above and beyond all the time. Sometimes that's why things should be balanced. Sometimes you go hard for your friends. Sometimes they go hard for you. And making sure that you don't burn out trying to keep friendships alive. Right. No, that's a great question. And it brings to mind uh, one, I had um, a get together at my house. This was, I don't know, maybe like 12 to 15 years ago. And there I was in my usual mode because I liked being the host, the hostess. 
right? Because I love cooking for people and I love just, you know, bring making sure I've got their favorites at home. And But here I was running around trying to, you know, get this uh, get together to go off exactly how I had it planned. And I just remember I must have been, I must have been scowling. Um, you know, I'm like walking around looking, making mm. sure everything's in its place. And one of my friends, he said, Senya, he goes, is everything okay? And I look at him and I'm like, yeah, everything's fine. Why? He goes, you look like you're angry. And, and I'm like, what? I said, I'm not angry. I'm just making sure, but I was walking around with a scowl. <laughs> um, and, and that was actually the switch. I think, I think it was right after that, that I just thought, you know what? I love entertaining. I love cooking, but it's, it's, it's not mm. worth it. And if I'm walking around with a scowl and my friends think that I'm angry, I'm not doing what I set out to do. <laughs> So I don't know if this works, but it works for me. Just um, if you're if you're able to get together with friends, maybe alternate it so it's not always at your place. Um, alternate yes. it, you know, instead of hosting everything and you know controlling everything, um, make it have everybody take turns. And uh, if you're gonna do a, like a potluck thing, you know, you can take something, but you don't have to be in charge of it, like. Definitely taking, and even if it's not a potluck or get-togethers at home, if it's just going out, have somebody else pick the place. Let them research. You know, they know what everybody uh, likes to eat, or if there's any, um, you know, dietary restrictions. You know, they can research that, and everybody can just take their turns, not worrying about everything. Yes, I completely agree, and I think sometimes we don't do ourselves favors as eldest daughters I think sometimes I don't know there's I feel like (laughs) okay I feel like I'm I'm trying to choose my words carefully you know um I feel like growing up a lot of our parents like the idea of suffering for things like they don't feel accomplished until like that thing that they achieved was really hard and it was really like they had to go out of their way and experience all these stresses to accomplish it and I think subconsciously some of us also have taken on that to be like oh I need to stress myself I need to make sure everything is great at, at the expense of me being okay And then at the end, you're like, oh, it was worth it. Like all the stress was worth it. And I think it's just actually snapping out of that and realizing that, no, you don't have to continue those negative um, learned behaviors that you might have seen in your household. Because sometimes it's better to work smart than to work hard. And if you are with good friends, they would want that balance for you too. And I think what you said is so important in sharing with your friends because good friends are not going to let you do all of these right. things on your own. And good and good friends, exactly. they don't they don't care. I mean, in the sense in the sense that 
your good friends are going to come see you whether you have a meal for them or not. Whether your house is clean or not, your good friends are going to be there and they're not going to give a crap about any of that, you know? They're really not. And I can tell by literally my friend can come to my house with watermelon because it's my favorite fruit and I would love them more than if they took a whole day cooking because we as elders daughters we know how much effort we put into things for other people so don't break your back trying to make everyone happy sometimes make yourself happy it's okay like don't feel bad about it it's okay to make yourself happy and prioritize yourself and your well-being absolutely um no I was just saying absolutely and I wanted to share that I um I (laughs) I remember I in one of my relationships somebody somebody told me um because I wasn't staying up all night for uh to make sure that the Thanksgiving dinner was you know perfect um and it, I think it was, it might've been close to midnight and I was going to sleep and he pointed out that, you know, he said, my, my mom used to stay up all night to make sure that everything was right. Like trying to make me feel guilty. And I just remember thinking, well, you know, maybe, maybe you should have married your mom. <laughs> well, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's the best answer you could have given them. And um, <laughs> and also, I think this is um, also important in, like, thank- thankfully, you were in a position that you could say right. that to that person. But I think a lot of us with people-pleasing tendencies would maybe, like, be like, oh, my God, like, yeah, maybe I should stay up all night. Um, but to remember being a people pleaser constantly means that you're going to displease yourself at one at some point because you can't keep pleasing everyone and forget yourself it's, it's never going to work that way <laughs> exactly it's not sustainable at all and when like if those people have the nerve to keep telling you that you should be doing this, you should be doing that. They're not even worth your friendship. And that brings me on, that brings me on to my next question. Have you ever gone through a friendship yes. breakup? How how did you deal with it? Cuz I thankfully, I don't think even if I've been through a friendship breakup, I don't think it was severe. Um, but I've heard a lot of people talk about how painful it is and can be more painful than actually breaking up with an intimate partner. What was your experience and how did you overcome it? Uh, those, you know, the friend, the friendship breakups are, are heartbreaking. They really are because I mean, Mm -hmm. with your friends, you, you, you know, you laugh, you share with each other, you laugh together. Um, they see your ups and downs. So to go through that break, th- breakup, it's tough. Uh, one I can remember in particular where, um, I, how did I approach it? I, it was just sad. And luckily, I 
I had the strength to recognize that it was, it was unhealthy and, um, as painful as it was, I just remember telling my, my good friend, you know, I love you. I think you're amazing, but I think what you, I think, uh, you know, I, I feel like the friendship I'm offering you isn't enough. And so, um, I'm sorry, but th- this is all I can give you. And if that's not enough, then that's not enough. And that's okay. I hope you, <laughs> I wish you nothing but the best. It was terrible, terrible, but yeah. And, and I cried and, and she <laughs> cried and um but at least I talked to her. Another friendship that I had a breakup, I just stopped I just uh ghosted her and that was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not proud of that. Mm-hmm. I, I still, you know, I still have regrets over that because I feel like that's a terrible way to end things. But at the time it was what I thought was needed. Um I've I've Definitely, I definitely don't ghost anybody. Uh, that was the only person I ghosted, and I still have incredible guilt over it. So I, I wouldn't recommend yeah. that one. I think being upfront is the best way. That way, the person knows exactly what's going yeah. on, and you don't leave them guessing. Yeah, that's true. But I also want to add that, like, for you like knowing the type of person you are for you to think ghosting that person was the best option at the time I think you have to give yourself some room for that because like I'm I'm the perspective I'm seeing it like that it was that bad that you this was the only way for you to leave this relationship in a way that was okay for you and I think yes it 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 could have been like a better way but if that was the best way for you at the time um it's okay to give yourself a grace a little bit and you know you're not going to be ghosting people left right and center um so I think sometimes it happens to be I agree I agree in in retrospect it it even though I have guilt over it, it was the best way for me at that time. I, that, I didn't have the tools then that I have now. Um, and that's always important to remember yeah. too. Like you, you do the best with the tools that you have at the time. It's just important. It's just important exactly. that you learn from it and try to do better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So try not to let the guilt eat you up too much um so if you could tell your eldest daughter friend anything um especially let's say the eldest daughter that your friend that ends up doing most of the things in the group um what would what would your advice be to them in terms of how looking at it from your perspective, seeing them as the eldest daughter in the friendship, how would you want them to continue the friendship? For example, if I was talking to my eldest daughter friends, I will tell them to take it easy. Like your, the acts of your, your friendship to me is not dependent on the acts of services that you do for me 
it's not dependent on all of the things that you plan, all of the things that you stress over, but being present is what I love most about our friendships. What would yours be? Um, that's a really good question. Um, so with my eldest daughter friends, I mean, I would, I, I mean, I would have to say it's a, it's the same thing. Um, especially if I saw them, um, like either frustrated or disappointed or, um, you know, if there was any type of friction, I'd, uh, I, I would want to, you know, ask, ask them, um, you know, what, what do you think this is about? You know, why do you think this is? And if they opened up, um, I mean, because we're all like this, right? We're going to try and problem solve with them, right? <laughs> um, well, how about, we, how about we try this or how about we try that? Um, but just kind of the same thing, like say, you know, people love you for who you are and not what you do or how many, you know, delicious gourmet meals you have for us when we get over there or, you know, planning out everything to every second. Um, sometimes you just want to get together and, and just be together. And even if you're not doing anything, I had a visit like that with one of my good friends. We had, we originally had plans to do a few things. And as the time got closer, we were both like, um, how about we just play it by ear? And we did. And we slept in and we went out to eat. It was all very like last minute, not too much planning involved. And we had a great time. Like mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that. Yeah. And just, I guess, recognizing that sometimes the most wonderful things happen, even with no planning ahead of time. Yeah, that's, that's really true. And, um, I hope I hope we all are able to find those kinds of friendships that just allow us to be and not have to do anything that we don't feel comfortable that's going to put us in positions where we're feeling stressed or burnt out and note to ourselves let's not put ourselves in those positions either because it's not always um, our friends asking this of us sometimes it's just us being extra yes. and not minding our business exactly <laughs> we're in excess yes I'm very that. Yeah. <laughs> we have to do better guys let's let's try and um let's try and do less we need to do less we do a lot already um so yeah I hope this episode was helpful um Senya do you have any final words around friendship before we wrap um, up well I guess maybe just one thing it's just you know I, I'm, I'm not I don't think I'm not I don't think I'm the only one but like my friendships are so important to me and I think that's I mm -hmm. think that's for a lot of eldest daughters um because you know, in sharing with them what's going on, they really, they really understand you. And, and they, and even though you can't do all the things that all the other kids do, or um, like you can't join in on certain activities, they still, they're still your friend and they, and they, they're there for you. Um, so just, um, just, re just remember, just remember that in that, 
you know, enjoy, enjoy the moments with them. You don't have to plan too much. Uh, if you don't want to let it, let things happen organically. Sometimes take, try to take that stress off yourself and off the other person. And you'd be surprised how your best memories might be doing nothing at all when maybe you even haven't even brushed your hair that day, honestly. Like I'm I'm guilty of that. <laughs> no, I completely second that. And I think also keep inviting eldest daughters yes. to places, even if they may not be able to come. The the knowing that someone is thinking of you and someone wants you present in their space is actually very nice to know and it might be what a lot of people need to actually you know take the steps needed to do things for themselves so invite eldest daughters even if they're going to say no their day will come when they will say yes eventually that is such a great point absolutely it's when when people um Mm. make an assumption like oh senya can never go we're not going to tell her about it oh my gosh that was that that hurts (laughs) it hurts (laughs) <laughs> You're like, damn, make, let me decide myself if I'm coming or not. <laughs> but um, it makes a difference because um, I have a friend who actually not just for elders' daughters, but new moms as well, um, where people don't invite them to things anymore because they're like, oh, she's, she's a mom now. She's not going to have time for this. Exactly. Let them decide um, if they have the time. Um, don't isolate people loneliness is already an issue in a lot of our communities Um, don't be the reason to make that person further their loneliness and also texting literally takes two minutes out of your day um, so I'm sure they would appreciate it. Right. More than you. And the other thing too, texting you mentioned, but what we have now, like I didn't have that growing up. Like even if you're at home, like you can't mm. go out, um, for whatever reason, like you could do, I mean, you could do a, like a zoom call, right? like a zoom breakfast yeah. or, or zoom happy hour or something like that. And you still have connection with your yeah. friends and you can see each other. Um, I think that's like been the greatest thing ever, um, that that came out of the pandemic anyways, Mm. you know, there's so many amazing ways to connect with, with our people. So let's, let's try and keep those going and hopefully we can all have really nice balanced friendships. Um, yeah thank you so much guys um i hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we we enjoyed recording it and hopefully if you guys have any topic suggestions please feel free to drop us an email um if you want to come on the podcast to speak about anything drop us an email you'll find it in the description box and yeah hope you guys have a good week ahead and I hope none of you listen to this podcast whilst cooking or cleaning. If you're doing child care related activities, I'll let you off if it's your actual child, not your siblings. So 
<laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll be Thanks. back next Bye. week. Bye for now. Bye.